0: brawlers welcome back to Throne hands it's been three months unfortunately but we're back it's me and we got a new co-host guys it's Jarrett wilson Jarrett, how you doing
1: i'm doing great ready to talk about this crazy card man
0: yeah absolutely so we're just i'd say we just hop right into it so we're gonna go you know i didn't tell you to look at this one but carlos olberg versus Nikolai negamarianu um carlos olberg has a lot of hype i mean he's from city kickboxing so that's what comes with the territory, but there's been nothing from him that I, I've seen that's really stuck out talent-wise. I mean, he's a big dude; he punches hard. But I would hope if you're light heavyweight, you punch hard.
1: Right, right. With that weight behind you.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I'm not. I, I think. That, I think. Honestly, think Nagamariyani might win that fight. But I just want to touch on Olber because I feel like we'd be doing a little disservice to the UFC fans if we didn't. Yeah, I mean,
1: both four and one in their last five. Um, looking at who their recent one is Olberg's recent win was against Tophon crazy name. Uh, another one, like you said, the uh, it's a Nick Nakui or something. But um, that was a win with uh, inside the first round. So
0: Yeah, we got we got some so we're gonna head over to the fights that we're, I said we were all gonna talk about. So Carolina Cole which versus um um Silvana Gomez Juarez um kowalque which former title challenger uh to the belt um she's trying to get back into it but she did win her last fight but outside of that she hasn't looked too hot no
1: no uh four losses to that previous um it's just you know trying to get back on that horse and um Juarez, you know three and two uh, in her last five one and three in her last you know, not the best, but another uh, tough opponent to rebound with. You know, uh, it seems like the UFC on this card, especially, just put those fighters that are just on the verge of either getting back or getting to the next level against other fighters that are on the exact same page. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, that one's going to be a fun one to watch.
0: Yeah. And if you look at Koa K, which is last few fights, um, Felice Herrick, she beat Felice Herrig, and then uh, Jessica Penney. She got beat by just Pena in her return about a year ago. But uh, I'll say this. I do think that this is a good step up for her. But I, I can't see her getting back into title contention anytime soon, personally. No. No. Uh,
1: especially not with this one. Um, one thing that I found cool, and uh, I use topology, just going to like, what fans are thinking, Juarez uh, was at a 65% uh, fan vote on that one, and 53% of that. 65 said she was winning by TKO.
0: Yeah, I mean Juarez so, um, can ball, and it's it's basically picking with the odds at minus 15 yeah, and minus 105. Yeah. So if if, yeah. you, if you're a this isn't exactly your favorite one to bet on. So this, I mean, for an early prelims fight, this is an absolute banger. Matt Frawola versus Atman Azaitar. I, I fear for Matt Frawola. Yeah. <laughs> um, they originally, I the rumor was they were going to pair Atman Azaitar with Patty Pimblett back in London, but I don't think the UFC would want to stop the hype train mm-hmm. uh, with. So, <laughs> they they could suddenly. definitely
1: have hype again with this guy, yeah, with Zytar. Oh, like, for sure, he could definitely be a moneymaker in the future for sure.
0: I agree. And he hasn't fought in the UFC, he hasn't fought for over two years. But his knockout against uh, Pac Allen, what, yeah, that's one of the more scary ones I've seen in the UFC personally. And then he beat up Commonwealth, who just retired, um, with 247 promotions in Pittsburgh. So, I mean. And, and a that, former that was a brutal fight that, too. That was a brutal like, fight. It, I swear, if Kama Worthy had head movement, he'd be a good, yeah. great fighter. But he just doesn't. So, and he's retired. Um, and he's he was on the Thrown Hands podcast a couple years ago. So check that out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I, I got Zaitar by knockout. What do you have, yeah. man?
1: Uh, honestly, the same with you. Um, very early, very early. Um, for Vola's loss to McKinney was within seven seconds. I think McKinney's movement and that slight, you know, quick power that he has, I think that's going to be a lot close to what Zaitar is going to bring to the table, and I don't see Frivola stopping. Yeah,
0: and again. you make you make the point like, about Terrence McKinney. I mean, Terrence McKinney is great. I think he'll be ranked with next year probably, and and he's fighting. I forget who he's fighting in Brazil, but I just Otman Zaitar just punches so much harder, oh. <laughs> and he is he's probably even quicker. And when he's in that pocket, it's not a fun time for right. anyone. Right. So g- if he g- gets
1: one one, two punches together in a row, it's gonna be and,
0: and, and, and it doesn't have to be good punches either. Yeah. That that's the scary part about him. So I yeah. I, I think as I takes it. But we're into the prelims, everybody. Andre Petroski versus Wellington Terman. Um two guys looking to get into the middleweight uh picture. Um Terman, I mean, he he has won two in a row. But Misha Surkinov, um, on the downcline. Sam Alvey, one of the most. I don't know why he was signed for so long. He was on. A, he lo- left on like a ten fight non-winning streak. But his only loss is to Bruno Silva. I'll give Wellington Terman that. That's that's a good loss. But yeah. uh, Petrosky. I'm not. I don't. I don't know what to think of him yet personally. He's, you know, he has three fights as well. He's been around about a year, but. um Nick Maximov, um, he just got released, and Yao Zong, he's very okay. So I think the UFC are pairing these two up to to say, hey, we want to get, we want to see who's the better, and we'll push you up a little show, more. Show us what you got.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I was saying this to you earlier. Um, I'll kind of do my pick right now. Yeah. Um, I got Petrovsky. I mean, I'm a I'm a wrestling guy. Uh, Petrosky's a former wrestler at Kutztown University in Pennsylvania. I have a bunch of buddies that go there. My assistant coach on the wrestling team, uh, he's an alumni, and then my former drill partner is a wrestler at Kutztown right now. Um, He was also a three-time state medalist, MPA, won 151 matches in his career and was a state runner-up his senior year. So I just think that grappling game, uh, I think uh, Terman is going to struggle with that too. So um, I got Petrosky.
0: Yeah, I got Petroski, too. I think I think that uh, I'm always going to bet on a wrestler, personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just have faith in wrestlers, so mm-hmm. therefore, I will take Petroski as well. Aaron Blanchfield versus Molly McCann. Molly McCann's been kind of uh, on up and up a little bit lately with that uh, spinning backfist knockout against uh, uh, Carolina, and then uh, she uh, knocked out Hannah Goldie. Um, Hannah Goldie, uh, let me just say this about Hannah Goldie. She should not be at 125. She should be moved up weight class. She's too muscular for 125, I think. She dehydrates herself too much, and I think she'd benefit from a, a weight class change. But that knockout, potentially knockout of the year, if if we're being real, against yeah. uh, beautiful uh, Luana Carolina. So, I mean, it was round three, and she just came from... From the depths, but Aaron Blanchfield is no slouch, nine and one. Blanchfield can fight, beating JJ Aldrich, um, beating Miranda Maverick and you know, beating Sarah Alpar. Alpar, she got cut, but these two these other two in uh JJ Aldrich and uh Miranda Maverick, that if those are tough opponents, especially mm-hmm. JJ Aldrich, she's on the up and up. Yeah.
1: Um like that, you sh- you say stuff like that, you know. She's the moderate favorite in this fight. Um minus 390 from the odds, 76% by the fans on topology. It's just hype. Hype is a big thing in combat sports. You know, it's hype equals confidence. And that confidence to be able to win from wherever, whenever, can go a long way in whatever sport. So it's just, can she control long enough and stay away from Molly that she can get the win? It's... I'm excited for this one. I like hype personally, and I think Molly McCann's a great fighter.
0: Yeah, I, I like hype too, and I think Aaron Blanchfield's grappling, I think she's going to have to utilize it. I think a lot. Although I will say, Molly McCann does keep her head on the center line a lot. She doesn't have great head movement, so I think Blanchfield should utilize those her takedown threat and, you know, go down. Molly McCann's going to I think she's prepared for the takedown. Just throw some strikes, get up against the cage because she's not going to move her head very well, mm-hmm. I-, I think Blanchfield submits her. I think, I, Bla- I think Blanchfield is really, really good.
1: <laughs> I, I think Blanchfield's really good, too. I definitely expect her to win. I think if we're talking betting, though, I think Molly, this fight would be a good fight to take the under, the underdog, too. Yeah. So I feel like this one has a lot better chance of the underdog coming out on top than some of the other ones.
0: I agree. I think... You know, everyone loves Maya McCann. You can't, you can't hate her. Yeah. She, she's very likable. She's, she's very likable. She's totally cool. Sad that her and Patty aren't on the same card. Yeah. You know? But, hey, we get it spread out, though. Yeah. But yeah. I fear for Patty against Jared Gordon. He's yeah. he's sub. And we'll definitely talk about that card, because that's a great card. Mm-hmm. Especially with uh, Yuri Prohaska and Glover on that card. Yep. Banger. Absolute banger. All right. Dominic Reyes versus Ryan Spann. Dominic Reyes... He's only lost against the best. But he has not looked the same since John Jones by any means. And you could argue John Jones lost that fight. That's in the past. Dominic Reyes has not been the same fighter since he fought John Jones. He no. got demolished by the and Yuri sent him to the shadow round for a year and a half. Uh,
1: fighting three champs in a row and three tough, tough fights in them those are fights that take years off of not only your career but possibly your life like that's it's hard to bounce back from that like i i just don't see it happening
0: uh, i mean ryan Spann is really good too yeah. i mean let's take a look at ryan Spann. i mean he beat ion kudalaba he submitted kudalaba kudalaba kudalaba's a dog let's get that out there uh you know beat misha Sirkinov. Uh, he lost to anthony smith but anthony smith's been looking pretty good Um, He broke his leg against, uh, what's-his-face, on Onkolaev. Let's hope he recovers there. Lost to John. Oh, I forgot he lost to Johnny Walker, but, you know, this is a great chance for Ryan Spann because he hasn't beaten too many big names outside of Kudalaba. This will be a big name. This will be huge for him, but I I, I fear for Reyes in the sense that what is he going to look like after, you know, Two brutal knockouts in a mm-hmm. row, and I mean that Yuri, that Yuri knockout alone will take a year or two off for your career. Yeah, and I thought he broke his neck, but I I'm, I don't know about this fight. I think it's pretty 50
1: Like I feel like this is a type of fight that's to see if he's ready to even come back into the mix, and it's a tough fight at that to come back in. Yeah, so
0: let's take a look at the rankings real quick. You make a good point. I mean Jamal Hill, dude, that that guy has bricks in his hands. Mm-hmm. I I've, he's he could cut down to eighty five, but. I like where he's at. Rakic needs surgery. Mogomet and is really good. Jan Blahovich, Glover Teixeira. I'm telling you, light heavyweight, give it give it a year or two, man. It, it might be the be- it might be coming Span UFC's Baron Division again. But yeah. let's go to predictions, man. I think Span gets it done. I hate to say it. I love Dominic Reyes, but uh, Span might get it done.
1: I I agree with you. This is in either way. I'm still gonna go Reyes though. I have it written down in my notes. He yes, Span is coming off of a good win, but he doesn't have that full-on momentum to go up against a veteran-style fighter like Reyes, who has three championship fights in a row or against champs. Like, yeah. I, I see Reyes getting it done. By I see it being a close fight um, for sure. Possibly going to the judges.
0: Yeah, it could go to the judges, but we'll see. All right, uh, featured prelim on ESPN News. Brad Riddell versus Henato Moicano. Moicano coming off uh, a beatdown from RDA. That was a beatdown. Mm, that was bad. And that that yeah. fight shouldn't have been made. He no, should have taken. Absolutely not. He shouldn't have taken five rounds. I'll say uh, that. And then Brad Riddell, um, I mean, he got uh, subbed by Jalen Turner. I forgot how quick that was. And that that Fazev knockout was kind of freaky. I'll say that. He he was standing up and Fazeev was about to let a few more shots go, but the man himself Herb Deem stepped in. Um, I have my opinions on Herb Dean, but I won't say them. Um, Herzog's best ref, that's undeniable. But th- I think this is a a good turnaround for these two fighters. Hanata mm-hmm. Moicano, you know, he's been around for a hot minute, and then Brad Riddell. He he's so close to being very good, but he's just not there yet.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, ranked at one point, this you'd say it could be a fight that could get him ranked, but. Moyocano just that fight with Dos Anjos was just such a bad thing to do that it was. It puts a lot of. I feel like that fight still has a ripple effect on this fight now, because it just it puts Mike Moyocano in a rebound position that he really shouldn't have been, or to the point of where he shouldn't have been. Like, if that's a three round fight, and you get beat up for three rounds, like yes, but no, he went a full five rounds and got beat beat bad
0: yeah so I, and if you look if you look at this top 15 in the lightweight division I mean just look at it it's so good I mean Sarukian's nine yeah and i uh, maybe you'll we'll talk about the lightweight division for a minute man but I think this takeover of the young guys coming you know with you know you got Poirier, Gaethje, Chandler Daryush, Oliveira up, all the top, these young guys that are coming in, like Faziv, Gamrot, Sarukian, Jalen Turner, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be quick and violent. Very, very it was quick and violent with Islam. Like
1: and the UFC makes so much money off of the lightweight division, as soon as they get a little glimpse of a star, they're going to fast track them to the biggest fights possible. Like yeah. so I, I agree with you. Violent, quick, uh, with the new stars.
0: Yeah. Um, but uh, I think I think Riddell knocks him out. I like Riddell a lot in this fight. I think he matches yeah. up very well with Moicano because I think Riddell's a lot quicker than Moicano. Although I do like M- Moicano's grappling more than Riddell's, but I think Riddell gets it done.
1: I mean, five subs from a rear naked choke for Moicano. Um, I'm going to have to agree with you, though. Yeah, I got Riddell.
0: Yeah, but uh, if Mo- I'll say this. Moicano does get it to the ground. It's
1: gonna be good night. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'll be it'll be a a, a nice sleep. But <sighs> all right, Dan Hooker versus Claudio Pueyes. Here's my thing with Dan Hooker, man. After that Poirier fight, he has not been the same, and you, you can't expect him to be the same after a, a beatdown like that. I mean, they yeah. somehow Poirier got better. I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> but Dan Hooker has. I, I I don't know. Playus is really good. Yeah, and like like we were talking about, I mean he subbed Clay Guida, dude. I, I know Clay Guida is like forty five years old. I'm exaggerating. He's he's old, and I'm sure he he's even admitted that. But dude, if, if Clay, Clay Guida is tough. You sub him, you have skills. And if, if, I mean uh, Grootzmaer, if he gets you to the ground, it's not going to be great. And he's He's only lost one fight against uh, Bravo in the UFC, and then he's he's rattled off six. So, I, I'm looking I'm looking
1: Yeah, I mean, looking at Dan's last five too. It's just, I mean, it, ringer. I, he's yeah, he's he's not going to be the same. And it's it's like I said earlier, just another the same thing. Same fight. Dan's Dan's trying to rebound, get back in, prove himself that he's still a prominent uh, fighter in this division, and. They throw a up and coming guy at him who's just on the brink of one or two big names, and he's uh, a prominent person in the division. Then, so it's just, and it's not not the best matchup for Dan at all. Dan's yeah. one of my favorite fighters, but it's just like you said, the ringer. It's just it's like they throw him to the
0: dog yeah. sometimes. Let's take a look like, at his last you know few years. Edson Barbosa. knocked out KOTKO, uh, James Vick. Um He beat James Vick Ally Quinta I mean that Felder fight War Poirier fight Mm. Fight of the year That was a war Brutally knocked out by Uh Michael Chandler Whom we'll talk about in a minute here That was his debut right? Yeah that was Chandler's (laughs) Chandler's debut debut. I mean that was perfect matchmaking I hate to say it but that was perfect matchmaking To get Chandler into the rankings Mm -hmm. Um Beat Nazrat Hakparast. Um Hack Pras is pretty good, but he's I don't, he's on the cusp of ranked and unranked. Islam Makachev, I mean, if Dan Hooker wasn't so tough, he would have and her, uh, I forget who the ref was uh, didn't step in. His arm would be uh, torn off, yeah. and then I don't I don't get the cut to forty five. He no. should not have cut to forty five. No. He looks uh, he looks so slow in that Arnold Allen fight.
1: Yeah, it's I think like that. You have you have problems at your previous weight. You lose three out of four, and you're like, all right, let's try and change it up. But what you're changing up is you're going down and you're cutting weight in a brutal sport that can get you seriously injured. Like, why do that? And then he ends up like that. A fight like that could end up impacting your career. And now we're talking about a fight like this where it's like, this could very well maybe be the end of Dan Hooker. Yeah. Like, I've seen many people say that, like, they wouldn't be surprised if he hangs it up after this
0: fight. Yeah. Like... And it's, we like like you said a couple minutes ago. We talked about you know the changing of the guard, the young guys coming in. Th- yeah. Dan, this could be the first one, I think. Uh, yeah. And then I mean Tony's already out, sadly. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw a slow mo <laughs> of the Tony uh, I saw Chandler knockout, dude. I to... That broke my heart. Why are you Why are you replaying that? That's not cool.
1: I saw someone say that if uh, Dan loses,
0: they should have him and Tony fight. <laughs> like, they should have made that like, fight this years time. ago, like or and, a and, while ago. And they shouldn't—they shouldn't have put Tony against Nate Diaz so quickly after a knockout like that. I mean, I'm yeah. glad that was the pay-per-view. Tony got pay-per-view points. I'm so happy for Tony. I love Tony, but that they should not have made that fight. Uh, and I, and Tony was going to fight Li Jingliang. He would have That was the best thing for to, to ever happen to Tony Because he would have Got knocked out Yeah Like I th- But We'll talk about Tony Another time They should have made Hooker uh, Ferguson For this card And I think we all Would have been happy Yeah uh, Very violent fight Oh And Nate And Tony didn't cut Nate Diaz If that says anything If you can't cut Nate Diaz You probably shouldn't Be fighting yeah. Um I love Tony But that was Ill-advised matchmaking But we gotta get back to this Pueyes is really good Yeah Great um, grappler um, I think me and you are going the same, I, I, same route. On uh, this one. As much as it pains me, it pains me to say I love Dan Hooker. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I fell in love with Dan Hooker after the Poirier fight. That's my fandom started in February 2020. But uh, uh, Claudia Pueyes by submission, mate. I yeah. hate, I hate to say that, yep. but I will say Dan Hooker can throw up a really good triangle. Yeah. In a in a pinch, so Pueyes has to watch out for that. But Pueyes by submission, what do um, you have?
1: Played by submission, and a lot of people agree with us too. You know, 52% of the fans uh,
0: say he wins, and then 73% of that say by submission. So it's. And that shows that if 52% of the fans are signing with Pueyes, that's a lot. And, and everybody loves Dan <laughs> yeah. Hooker. There's not one guy that hates Dan yeah. Hooker on, in MMA. Uh, so dang. All right. All right. This is the Swan song for Frankie Edgar. Uh, Chris Gutierrez Chris Gutierrez is a beast I saw him fight in Columbus He's very very good at fighting Um, Kicks are brutal Yes His kicks are brutal Uh, He uh, knocked out my buddy Vincent Morales by that Shout out Vince Um, Let's get you on the podcast again soon But Frankie Edgar They're not giving him anybody easy Mm -mm. For an out But I think if Frankie Edgar wins this fight, it's it, that's a solid fight to end your career on. I don't think a guy like Frankie Edgar wants
1: an easy one to go out on, though. No. Like, this is something that I... I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he somehow pulls this out. Because just such a legendary veteran fighter, it's... if He's good at catching kicks, so if he wins, I think it's going to be by decision. I don't see anything spectacular, but I... I still have Gutierrez, but I'm really looking forward to this one.
0: Yeah, um, I think uh, let's talk about Frank Yeager. I think he he deserves some talk. Mm-hmm. Um, ban- uh, lightweight champion, defended his belt twice. Some of the most legendary lightweight fights ever against Gray Maynard. I mean, he's gone. He, he contended at featherweight for the title, and he was top ten and in he was top ten in three divisions. If that says and. Frankie Egger could have cut down when he was 25 to bantamweight. They just didn't have the knowledge back then. I mean, what what this guy could have done two weight classes below if he had figured it out. Uh Frankie Egger's he he's one of the greats and I don't think people I, I think he doesn't get a bad rap, but people don't recognize that. Yeah. Oh. All right. So, predictions for this. I love I think Frankie gets it done. I have faith in Frankie. You know I like- personally have Frankie. I think Frankie gets it done by decision. I'll be the bad guy. I got Gutierrez
1: by TKO and head kick. Not, right. a, not a body kick TKO. I got him knocking him out with head kick. Oh, yeah. just like Cheeto? Yeah.
0: Well, Cheeto's front kick was brutal, brutal. and th- his face got memed, sadly. Um, people's main event, I'll say this. This is the people's main this event. Is what, this is what I'm looking forward This to. is what I'm looking forward to. Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. Yeah. Um... Gosh, I'm. There's so, amped for this. Go. Yep. Like, there's so many ways it could go.
1: Yeah. There's so many ways it could go. Big thing I'm seeing is: is Chandler going to finally get out of his shell and wrestle? Or is he going to keep trying to please the fans? You know what I mean? Because if he's smart and takes a wrestling approach to this, I think it's going to be a lot closer than if he tries to have a slugfest for the fans. Uh, but which one's going to be more well received? You know what I mean?
0: So. My my worry with Chandler is if I can find an image of what I because I know what, what I'm trying to talk on. Here we go. Well,
1: at the same, all right. I say he has the like the wrestling ability. I don't think he has the conditioning ability.
0: Yeah, and Michael Chandler likes to put on a show. All right, here's what I worry about with Chandler. See, look how wide his stance <laughs> becomes when he throws a punch. Yeah, and Chandler is so heavy. On his front foot. So, what I worry about Chandler is that, I mean, he has, he has power. I think if you don't agree with me, you're wrong. <laughs> Straight Absolutely. up. But his, he puts so much weight on that front foot that I think Poirier is just going to chop and chop and chop and chop. I mean, Gaethje was getting him. Yeah. With the, those calf kicks and Poirier was uh, you know people give Gaethje credit for the calf kick but Poirier has been at it for a while too so I really think if Poirier just gets a rhythm going with the calf kicks yeah. and I think if Poirier gets Chandler's back up against the fence I, I think it might be a quick night for Poirier and Chandler's just going to want to perform give a show that's what I, he did against Gaethje. Yeah. I think three rounds benefits
1: him for that too if this was five rounds I'm not even close to a Putting this up for who wins, but three rounds. I think it benefits Chandler a lot. I think Chandler has ways to win this. I don't know if he will go those routes and has the endurance to really go out and get that. But um, I, j- I just think Dustin's. I just think Dustin's better. Uh, I just think Dustin's a lot better too.
0: I think Dustin's a lot better too in that yeah. regard. Um, I mean Chandler's grappling. I, I'll say this. I think Chandler has the grappling advantage with his wrestling. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Poirier was—if he had pulled guard, he would have submitted Hubby with that guillotine. I am confident in that. But, gosh, this is—I love Dustin Poirier. I, I think he wins this fight, and I think he get—he's one step closer to a title shot. I think we'll get Gechi to no yeah, Gechi Poirier, two that. out of it. Um, but I think if Poirier, that's
1: what we get out of it. Um, that's who I want to win. Yeah. Then, I, honestly, I want Michael Chandler to win. I just don't see it. I don't see it. Uh, Chandler was an All-American at Mizzou uh, wrestling, so usually I go with wrestlers without a doubt. But I just I like Dustin Poirier too, so I just don't see it happening. Uh, I think he's going to piece him up, bad, bad
0: too. Yeah, I mean Poirier has some of the ba- I think he has the best boxing in the division to yeah. be honest. So yeah, it's not going to be pretty. Um, but I think Poirier knocks him out. Yeah, me too. All righty. Carla Esparza versus Zhang Wei Li. Carla Esparza coming off the most boring fight in UFC history. Oh, my gosh. I would have rather watched A lot of people were calling it fake champ. Y- you know what's up, Michael. <laughs> That's our boy, Michael, sitting outside. But that was an awful fight. Pat Berry was saying, Rose, you're going with the plan. Great job. No. There's what plan? You're making it boring? You're playing right into Carla Esparza's hand right there. If you're making it boring... Car- Carlos Barza makes fights boring with her wrestling, you. Um, although she did beat the brakes off Yan Xiaonan, that was a beatdown. But you're not gonna win fights like that. And Zhang uh, Weili is gonna bring the heat no matter what. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say? Always about Always does. Fight?
1: I, I just look at Zhang. Like what Zhang was able to do her past two fights with Joanna is just what you should be looking at for in this fight because. Yes, she lost to Rose, but Asparza beat Rose. But the way Zhang lost to Rose, I think, is more respectable to how Asparza beat Rose. So I think Zhang absolutely runs the gauntlet in yeah. this one. Yeah. And John,
0: you could argue Zhang won that last fight against Rose Namunas uh, yeah. back in MSG last year. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was close, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I think I thought Rose won that fight with the wrestling in the latter half of the fight, but... And her that ha- back
1: fist against Joanna off of oh, her last fight—that like, hurt.
0: That hurt. I love Joanna, my fellow Polish uh, person, but <laughs> I, I I see no path to victory for Carla Esparza. No, she's not quick enough to shoot in for takedowns. No. She's she doesn't have the power to compete. She's not nearly quick enough to Zhang Wei a fantastic boxer. I, I I don't see much of a path for grappling Carla Esparza. is
1: the only way she will win, and she's not quick enough to even do that. Karla, I, I think this is a TKO and early.
0: I, I think TKO, KO, if Carla is to win this fight, she has to get up a- along the fence ASAP or hope Zhang Wei Li decides to clinch for some reason. Mm-hmm. That, that's the and Carla Sparza has to make this the most boring fight ever more more boring than the Nam Yunus fight in order to win. I think mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah, I, I think Zhang Wei Li gets done very quickly and I think it'll be very brutal. Yeah, um, but. People are uh, clowning on Carla Spazza for wearing her belt down the aisle for a ma- for a wedding. I'm like, let her wear the belt. I'd do that. I would You're do that. Me? I'd do that. I would totally do that. Are like. you kidding? <laughs> you you guys are just jealous that you'll never win a, a strap. I'm yeah. sorry. That's I'd, probably what it is. I'd, I'd wear would my belt
1: it. around the house. I'd sleep with it. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Like That I'd would sh- be my pillow. At I'd night.
0: shine it like. every day. Yeah. That's what I would do. But yeah, quit being insecure and... Carlos Sparza deserves every... She, she won the belt. Let Champs it... can do what they want. Champs can do what they want. All right. This has All the potential to be an absolute banger or the most boring fight of the night. I don't...
1: I don't See, I don't... I don't think Izzy's going to be boring in this one. I think Izzy wants this one and wants it bad and for good reason. I think he goes out and gets it done. I think we're going to see a lot of stuff like he did against Whitaker. Um... Not necessarily if he can outstrike him, but I think if Izzy's smart, he can't get the win against this. Yeah, you know?
0: and Pajita he has the equalizer, bro. Mm. I don't know what it is. It, it, it's that its the—it's true one-hitter-quitter power. Like, it,
1: it's the, that little, little left hook, and you guys can't see it because I'm on a voice, but I'm doing the little left hook. It's like a little shrug that he does. He doesn't even have that much power behind it from the looks. But it it puts people out cold. So it's just from any position, any time, Alex can knock you out. It's just everyone wants to keep saying the lighter gloves. The lighter gloves is going to lead to more power. But I think Izzy has quicker hands. So I think Izzy with quicker hands, lighter gloves, he's going to get a lot more uh, contact and hits in than what he already did in kickboxing. He arguably won the first fight. He was winning the first couple rounds of the second fight and then gets knocked out. I don't know. I think Izzy can get it done.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think Izzy can get it done too. I but I just worry that Izzy's just gonna try and make it boring. I hate to say it. And that and that pains me to say. Yeah. I want this fight to be so good. Yeah. Because Izzy was electric before he won the belt. And I think Izzy's just content with defending the belt, which I understand. Keep defending your belt, keep getting your pay-per-view points, keep getting defenses. But I when the, when he last made a back in July against, uh, cannoneer. Uh, I thought, uh, Volkanovski Holloway should have been the main event because mm-hmm. Arasania hasn't been entertaining. So I, I think, I don't know about this fight, man. It can it
1: can go it can go anyway, and that's what we can overanalyze it all we want. It's whatever their camp, whatever they're thinking, whatever they're confident in, what they're gonna go out and do. Izzy has the potential to win this. I don't think Izzy can put him down for the count. I think Izzy can go to the scorecard and win all he wants, outstrike him. He can outgrapple him, I think. It's just I think if he goes past three rounds, he's in even more trouble than what he was in kickboxing because I think Pareda can put him out whenever. So I think if it goes past three, I don't see Izzy making it to the scorecard. So I think – Pieda wins by TKO or KO in the fourth or fifth round, it, honestly. It,
0: it, it pains me to say, and I think if Pieda didn't have the power he had, he wouldn't be in the position he is. No, not at all. Um, gosh, I don't know. I, I think I hope, here's my hope, I hope Pieda wins by KO. Adesanya annoys me to some extent because um, he comes in, he talks this big game, and then he puts on uh, fights that could put my I don't have a child but my theoretical child to sleep. Yeah. Like he came in with the Undertaker intro last time and it's like, okay, if you're coming with this Undertaker intro, I expect a show, I expect me to eat all my popcorn out of enjoyment. But you know what? I think hey gets it done. I hate to say it. That that left hook is the, the equalizer, the the all the all knowing equalizer in MMA right now. And I think if he lands it's not it's it's over and think about it. is he's been in over 100 combat uh sports uh, striking uh matches yeah that chin's got due to expire and i hate yeah. to say that but this could be the fight all right man we went through the card let, let, let's go to some news real quick kane is free yeah kane is free um I, I don't know how to react to that because he did try to kill a man but the person. I, I was gonna say, I don't know what we're allowed to. Yeah, but the. But, I don't know what we're allowed to really say on that. Uh, but I will say, I'll say this. I am. I am. I am. I'm glad he's. I am glad he's free for his fi- for his family's sake. I am glad yeah. he's free. Yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, I understand why he did what he did. Cause, Absolutely. Because whatever that dude did to his son was awful.
1: Any anyone with their right mind, in their right mind, would do the same thing. Yeah. And I'm glad he's free for yeah. because of that.
0: Yeah, but and let's hope he beats the charges enough to which he doesn't go to jail. Absolutely. Um, it's been pretty light with news, if we're being honest. Yeah. Um, but I think, um, let's go to some matchups. One matchup I want to talk about is Ilya Toporia versus Bryce Mitchell. I fear for Bryce Mitchell. Um, you know we have to pull this up. I I think it's only appropriate we pull this up. Uh, Jarrett. I think you probably know what I'm going to talk about. Let's mute this tab real quick. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Ilya Toporia versus... Uh, oh, my gosh. What's his name? Jai Herbert. Um. Yeah, we're going to watch this <laughs> after the ad. But I, I think people underestimate uh, Toporia's... Um, uh, grappling ability in this i mean bryce Mitchell is a great grappler but tapore has a black belt as well and all of his submissions all of his wins before the ufc i'm pretty sure were submission um let's, sh- let's take a look at that real quick actually but outside of that he's knocked out every ufc opponent except yusuf salah which he outgrappled completely um jai herbert damon jackson ryan hall all by knockout and all of his all of it, like i said all of his wins before the ufc were by submission Bryce Mitchell doesn't have this this type of power. If we can get to it real quick, like look at this. I mean, Topuria is fighting up a weight class. Jai Herbert's like six two six three, and Topuria is five foot five, if I'm not mistaken. And boom, mm. right there. Mm. That is scary power. Play that again. Like, <laughs> and and Tupori got head kicked, um, yeah. beforehand. So that's crazy. That that's that's simply scary power. That. I think Taporia is going to be champ one day. I am a firm believer in that. Um, what's your thought on that, that matchup, man? I think it's one of the better ones.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, power
0: and speed. Uh, definitely going with you on that one. Um, Jim Jim Miller and Gabriel Benitez, February eighteenth. Solid fight there. Okay. I don't get how Chase Sherman's still in the UFC, bro. He that this dude's what. What's his record? We gotta look it up. What's his record in the UFC? We gotta look this up. This is very pertinent. This is thing. These are things we need to know, because I know it's not great, and I think he, he has a very much losing record. And I think someone like someone like Chase Sherman looks like they should be good athletic wise. All right, he's won one, two, three, four fights in the UFC, and he's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 fights. Four mm. out of 13 fights he's won in the UFC. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, and he, he only lost one fight before he came to the UFC, so I, I don't get it. I think he should. Uh, I'm not saying he should be cut. I'm not one to say that. I will never fight, but I don't think there's too much of a place for him in the UFC. Uh, and Walter Costa Cortez might uh, knock him out. <laughs> uh, you know, we're gonna take a look at the upcoming cards. We we got we got some decent stuff coming up, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, next week, Lewis versus Spivak. Um, oh. That's a good fight. Um, Derek Lewis. Uh, dude's dude's on the downfall. I hate to say it. But yeah. then again, it's heavyweight and two knockouts. will get you right back into the title picture. Yeah. Although that was a beatdown from Cyril Ghosn. I don't know how. I, I, I don't see how he can compete with the top dogs anymore.
1: No, I don't I don't
0: think he can. But
1: like you said, it's heavyweight. Anything can happen. Uh, like we said, at light heavyweight, all that mass behind one punch is going to put anyone down. So anything can happen, but I definitely think Derek Luce is on his way down too. So yeah, As much as I hate to say it, He's one of my favorite fighters His social media is hilarious Follow him on Instagram If <laughs> Follow you him somehow Instagram. aren't
0: but. I don't get how Derek Lewis hasn't been banned yet <laughs> uh, So he To give you some context He posts the most <laughs> wild stuff That you will ever see On the internet
1: I, I don't even think I'm exaggerating no, here man. It's Twitter stuff And he somehow gets it on Instagram and well, Here's how he does it
0: All of his captions are he's okay <laughs> All, all and some dude, you know, lights some gasoline and the gasoline blows up. It, it's yeah. stuff like that. It's, it's not normal content, <laughs> but hey, it's Derek Lewis. We all love Derek Lewis. Shout out Derek Lewis. Ooh. All right. This Orlando card is amazing. I mean, Thompson, Holland, Tuivasa, Pavlovich, Barbarena, Dos Anjos, Mateus Nikolau versus Matt Schnell, Jack Ramanso versus Derek Brunson, Anders versus Docus Uh, Price, Rowe, Hill, Ducate, dude, this is a great card, and this is a fight night. Yeah. And you got uh, Hebus and Cortez on the prelims. Great way to end of the year, and then you close it. Then Prohaska versus share We're gonna go in depth in on this when the time comes. Obviously, yeah. we have to. But I think, I'd say, but I think Prohaska gets done really quickly in this one. Yeah. Because there's an industry recovering from a war like that at 30 and 43. Yeah. I mean, I love Glover more than the next person. I, I love the guy. I really do. But it's going to be tough. And then Cannonier the Air versus Sean Strickland uh, card to end the end the year. Uh, good fight to end the year. Okay. Yeah. What, before we move on, what was Sean Strickland thinking trying to stand and bang with Alex Bejeda in that uh, fight?
1: His, I love Sean Strickland, but his ego is just something. I can't tell if that's his actual <laughs> ego or if he's just like a cartoon character like in that in real life because it, you saw it at the press conference too, like him just crap talking Izzy, both of them. He was crap talking both of them. Like I don't know. I feel like he just kind of let his ego get the best of him. And he just looks so flat like he was trying to mock Alex's stance like doing that kickboxing stance got absolutely mauled in the body. And then as soon as he dropped his hands. He, I mean,
0: he dropped his hands the whole fight. Whole I'm like, "What? why whole, would you yeah. drop your hands away from your face <laughs> against the hardest puncher in the division? Yeah. It makes no sense. And that was a, the perfect matching by the UFC because that just propelled uh, Paheida up to the top. And now he has a title yeah. shot within, this is his fourth UFC fight. Yeah. Mikhailidis, Bruno Silva, I think, and Sean Strickland. Yeah.
1: Jeez, but at the same time, we people do like the nag. Like, yes, they are, they are completely running him straight for the title shot. But at the same time, who is is he not beaten? Like, yeah, let's take a look at that. He's beaten everyone in his division, so it's like you got to come up with something. It, I mean, we're here excited about it. It's getting fans excited. I'm excited to watch the fight, see how it ends up. Like, uh, I mean, Paulo Costa
0: got, and they built an amazing card behind it too. uh, Exactly. Jack Hermanson beat uh, Chris Curtis. I don't know what Chris Curtis was doing at the end of the fight, flicking him off. You got beat up. I'm sorry. You got outstruck by Jack Hermanson. That is terrible. uh, Now, I will say Hermanson's uh, striking did improve vastly. But in preparation for a Darren Till fight. (laughs) Uh, Darren Till, I mean, oh, he has to fight Dreykus DuPlessis um, on the Prochaska card, dude. I, I don't know about Till, man. I mean, yeah his one his thing is his one two, and that's all he has yeah. sometimes, but if we look at this middleweight division, beat Whitaker twice, beat Cannoneer, beat Marvin Vittori twice, although I'll say this, I think Marvin Vittori i think I think he's the second and the third best in the division behind Izzy and Whitaker yeah. uh, I think people I don't think people understand how good Vittori is. I mean, did you watch the costa Vittori fight? no. No. Do yourself a favor and watch that fight, because Vittori's iron chin really uh, propelled him <laughs> to oh, victory no. there. Uh, but yeah, he beat beat down Paulo Costa. Have you seen Paulo Costa's Twitter? Yeah, it. <laughs> it's the best Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> um, somehow he hasn't gotten canceled yet. But hey, hey Twitter is Twitter is a weird place. It's a weird Twitter's place. A weird. Place, it's a weird to place. say the least. To say the least, yeah. But I mean. Andre, I think Andre, Moon, this guy, Andre Muniz, he's going to be a big problem because he's the only great grappler in the division. Yeah. I mean, Vittori can grapple. I'll, I'll say that. And or Manson can do jiu-jitsu. But yeah, man. 85 is fun. Um, ooh. I think, I think I talked to you after this fight, but God give to Leon Edwards, man. He knocked off Kamara. Uh, yeah, oh, we yeah. We were talking about Yeah, we that. were talking about that. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, welterweight's fun. I'm what excited for What are the
1: odds for the Izzy Parada fight? That's a good because this could possibly what three cards in a row where the, with uh, the underdog Izzy
0: is favored minus one sixty five to Paheta, uh underdog at one forty, so almost to pick him. And Char-
1: Charles would have had to have been favored on in Vegas, right? Being the champ, or was Islam favored?
0: Think look that. I, th- I, I think we. I think we we have to be able to look at that. Oh, um, sorry about that. No, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, I don't know if we can
1: go far yeah, back. Yeah, we, we can.
0: That we can look at. Uh, we could probably look back at it. Um, recap. Uh, no, Mahachev was favored. Oh wow. People wow. Love, people love Habib uh, relatives. Yeah. I think they're cousins. I'm pretty sure they're cousins. Um, but anyway, Habib calls all of his friends brothers, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're basically relatives, but. Dude, I don't, I don't know. It, 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 uh, we'll end it here. But Adesanya Pajeda is a toss-up in my opinion. Oh, 100 percent. Because if, honestly, I I I wouldn't be surprised to see Izzy grapple mm-hmm. if he if he gets scared. But we'll see what happens. Jarrett, yeah. thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that was this was fun. So we'll be back Monday or Tuesday. I can't tell you when, but with a review of 281. It's going to be a banger. We'll see you guys next time.